0: On today's episode of South CAC Syndicate Podcast, we've got Mr. Matt Powell with Powell Insurance Group with us. If you want to know how to stop working at the local truck stop and running your own company, you just hang out because this is a great episode. Hey, this is
1: Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. Good day. Good day. Welcome to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. Jared here. Kyle Voss, and we got Matt Powell in the house. We're talking...
2: Glad to be here.
1: talking insurance but probably a lot more than
2: that
0: we're gonna talk a lot of stuff today man (laughs) this is uh we're we're almost at 50
1: episodes can you believe that getting close getting close that's crazy that was probably the biggest warm-up conversation we've had before the podcast
0: oh yeah 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 we're getting a little bit of a late start yeah Thunderstorm's fixing to roll through. Is it? Tops off the Jeep in the parking lot. It's going Ooh, to be a nice. great day. Is that where you went? <laughs> no. Oh. No. no. I had to restock at Weston Co. Got Gotcha.
1: Cool. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. Glad Appreciate you coming and doing yeah. this. Absolutely. Uh, Matt's got this
0: familiar face, like he's everybody's... He- Dad kind of face.
1: Do you
2: do you know how many times I've heard that? Look, I, I'm walking around
0: outside the whole time. I'm going, I know this guy from somewhere. I know <laughs> him from somewhere,
2: and I'm sure our circles. Have, I
0: am yeah. sure our circles have ran into him at each other at some point, but yeah. I can't recall. But you just got a familiar. I, I face.
2: listen. I've I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Good.
1: I think I, me and Matt probably only hung out maybe twice. Twice. Yeah. He's yeah. birds of a feather, though, man. Oh, yeah. I can, you know, just hanging out the two times we hung out. sure? Can, yeah. Yeah, we had a blast. We, we connected pretty quick.
0: That's also, And Kyle's pretty easy to connect with. Yeah. So you, you got to be a little easy, too. So it'll
1: yeah. Yeah. be fun. Yeah. When I say birds of a feather, though, like, we just all, we dig the same things. Mm-hmm. Smoke cigars and yeah. drinking some bourbon.
0: Yeah, so there's a rumor out there that you're like a, not a sommelier, but you're a wine connoisseur.
2: I yeah I would not put myself up in that Greg Kutu, <laughs> uh Derek Lunka, Rush Thrift sure. level. You know those those guys.
1: Um, I, Greg I, Kutu, I, shout out episode ten. Yeah, it's sad that I know that, but
2: yeah, yeah, that was episode ten. I yeah. actually watched it. Um, but yeah, I enjoy a nice a nice wine.
0: What's your what's your flavor pal? Are you
1: Pinot? Are you Cab? I, I'm, are
2: you- I'm a I'm a I really love Napa Cabs. Napa. Napa cab, so
1: right. they got to come out of Napa.
2: They don't have to. But I just found that those are the ones that I really, I really like. Um, that bold. Yeah. You know I, I'm a, I'm a steak eater. I like to eat steak. I heard that. And to have a have a nice cab with a with a piece of beef. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's, so real, that's my go to. Are you a
1: bold bourbon guy too? Like do you like do you like a nose nose mill or something that's real?
2: I. You, you know, bourbon, honestly, you know, I'm sitting here and I just poured a little Basil Hayden, so I guess mm. I would have to
1: say no. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I mean, was, this little, now yeah. I will say this, I like all bourbon.
2: You know, yeah, it, it, yeah. And
1: I think, to me, it maybe wine's the same way, but I'm like kind of a mood guy. It like, depends on to, what kind of mood I am. Now, I will say that I rarely go to whites, but that's maybe because I'm not, I've become so used to what I like Yeah, that like, I don't. I I was not
2: a fan of, of white wine, Um when I first really got into wine, but now it's it's amazing. And if you talk to Greg, you know, those guys kind of say the same thing. And I don't know if it, that's just a natural progression where you start out with reds and still I'm always a little red. Yeah. But then you, you, you kind of turn your nose up to white wine and then you gain an appreciation yep. for it.
1: You, you think – so. And I mean, hell, we could probably make a whole podcast about wine. But do you think that's partly because – typically uh white wines are associated with cheap wine maybe more in the the female demographic right cuz they're yeah. they're you know if if, if less expensive less expensive um, it's easier yeah. on the palate initially yeah um and so what happens is i think a lot of i don't know I, I mean, a, i'm a, really a speaking lot of men,
2: well no no you you're exactly right i mean that that was kind of my my idea is that you know i'm a man i'm not drinking yeah, yeah. You know, white wine, that's like drinking a wine cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Boone's Farms, right? <laughs> yeah. Or uh you know, a, a something with a zema with grenadine.
1: In <laughs> I married a really
0: nice girl who loves a good Pinot Noir. And yeah. she is not a really nice girl if she gets on Cab. <laughs> like, I, we, we have, <laughs> like we have we have discovered yeah. We we have discovered what her levels are. cab that's, is not a the tequila. level. Cab is her Oh, it's where oh yeah. Cheap tequila. Yeah. Expensive cab <laughs> equals cheap tequila. <laughs> what about Argentina? You ever had any of their wine?
2: I have. I have had some uh, Argentinian wine and uh and it you know what I like about it? It's got like a little bit of a spice to it. Yeah. Okay. It's got have you have you noticed that it's, it's got um it, the spice that you that the notes of the spice that you get.
0: Yeah, you yeah. should be a sommelier. Nah, nah. What listen, else are you an not, expert in? <laughs> not,
2: not, listen, not even close, not even close. I, I promise you. I, you, yeah, I am, I'm a novice compared to, to those guys.
1: So I would guess to kind of round out the conversation, dudes typically kind of stick to reds because it's the manly thing, I guess. But once you become sophisticated, once you kind of have a palate with wine and you start drinking nice wines, and you roll back around to the nice whites, which is the difference between what, mm-hmm. you know, you drink in high school as a white wine compared to what, you, you know, You, you know, there's a difference, yeah. right? We ain't talking Boone's Farm, no. right? <laughs> so right. then you kind of you circle around to like a really nice white wine. That's where you're talking about there's a
2: difference. There's a difference. Yeah, there really. Yeah,
1: there's a difference. I mean, if you find a, a good,
2: um, you know, um, Sauve blanc from New Zealand, it, you know, that the New Zealand Sauve Blanc is different than what you can get, you know, around here in Napa and, you know, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, and it's, you know, it's everybody's, and that's one of the things that these guys talk a lot about. They're like, listen, it's whatever you like. That's true. You know, it's whatever you like. You, you, that's exactly. Yeah. You, you don't, don't listen to nobody else. Yeah. You don't have to listen to anybody else, Mm -hmm. whatever you like. But, but yeah, the the Blanc—that's what really got me into testing white wine.
1: Cool. All right, so let's talk uh, business. So tell us, uh, you, Matt's in the insurance world, right? What kind of insurance? You're not like your typical car insurance. You're not a Geico, <laughs> right?
2: <clears throat> well, I mean, I do the the personal insurance. The home auto so you do do um, all that, that stuff yeah okay. we we do that we offer that you know that's something that i kind of look at that as a service to the community that hey we're going to offer those products we're going to serve our community yeah. and and do that here locally um but we also do a, a lot of commercial insurance which spreads us across five different states yeah would you um, say
1: that's your that's your main that's your main that's the butter yeah is that yeah. your main business is the commercial side
2: that oh a good way to put it you know the the personal lines piece it, you know pays your bills and the commercial that's the gravy yeah I got you yeah that's the gravy that's and that's also for me that's that's the fun part
0: well give us a little um, backstory of how you what you were doing before you discovered there was a, a room for insurance and, yeah. and how you got into that business
2: yeah. So, you know, and I was telling you guys a little bit about um, when I first got out of college and I landed a job uh, with a petroleum company, Boardman Petroleum. They're actually based out of Georgia and they had um, the, the Smile gas stations and the Fuel Cities, which were the truck stops all up and down the East Coast, um, typically off of I, like I-85 the, and I-95. And my, they, they hired me as a district manager trainee. And so um, I was sent to Mebane, North Carolina, to run a truck stop at 23 years old. And uh, had no put no business being there. Huh? <laughs> not, not, no,
0: then, business back then. There wasn't flying J, right? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. not. It was smoking a bandit truck stop. Oh,
2: it was <laughs> <laughs> the that's, greasy spoon. Yes, I mean, exactly. <laughs> we got
1: some night walkers out there walking around. Well, and, and that's funny that you say that
2: because that's what the kind of the story that I was going to tell is how how green and inexperienced <laughs> I was.
1: You had no idea.
2: So listen, the um. My boss told me, you know he kept saying, "Listen, you got to keep control of the lot lizards like these, lots, these, yeah. these lot lizards are a problem. well, here I am at twenty three years old it makes you take around. that mic take that mic with you I, like i'm'm I'm, yeah walking around and uh looking for I'm lizards. looking for lizards." <laughs>
1: You're like I man. Had, I had. N- we, we living in Texas. Why is there lizards out here in the parking lot? Right. And what's what, <laughs> the and,
2: and what's the problem? What's yeah. The big deal? What are they doing? Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. That that was a, a an opportunity for me to recognize. You have
1: no business being here. Yeah. You are
2: in over your head. You're running.
1: A, you're running a truck stop and don't know what a lot lizard is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, you were saying, too, that a lot of the employees that were there were like family. and Oh, oh yeah. They, yeah, so if
2: you had one uh, one employee that had an issue with you or you had to fire or let them go for some reason, not showing up, you know then you would have an issue with all the
1: employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I found myself with a cot in the back where I was having to cover shifts, and we had to have two people there at all times. So I was covering shifts and working 80 hours a week, and when I started calculating my salary – I was making less than anybody. There.
1: You're like, I got to get, <laughs> get out. I
2: got to get out. I got to get out. So I uh, called uh, the Career Development Center in, at Newberry College and said, hey, put my resume at the top of the pile. And anybody that calls, just send it to them. So I got a call from uh, State Auto Insurance, they had a, a regional office in Greer, South Carolina and so you know they they called me went and interviewed flew me up to ohio told me i was interviewing for a commercial underwriting position yeah i had no idea what, what that a, meant what an underwriter <laughs> I like, had to, Sign I'm me just, up, I'm down. Yeah, I had to look up and see what an underwriter did. <laughs> Are yeah. there lot lizards? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I mean
1: yeah.
2: As long, as long as there's no lot
1: lizards, I'm good. I'm with it. In. You know yeah. what? You know what's cool about this story, and I mean, even just to this point, we didn't even talk about that much, but it's like there is something to be said for just you know putting in a little effort and going for it. Like he he had yeah. no experience in either one of these. Right. right,
2: yeah, yeah. And just taking a chance and winging it. Yeah. You know, I, I hate the term. You know, fake it till you make it. I I don't like that term, but um, you know, it's it's more so take a chance, make mistakes, learn as you go. Yeah, be willing and and be willing to get pick your boots pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going. Yeah.
1: You know, I think there's a lot of people that are probably well qualified that don't get those jobs because they don't even apply themselves. Right. Right. Or they Vers- don't see the opportunity. They that they have no idea it exists. I think they talked themselves out of it most of the time. I mean, they could be over prepared, right? There could have been somebody that both of those jobs that he had, there was probably somebody that was way oh absolutely way more qualified to do it Fair. than he did, but they talked themselves out of it because they're like, Oh, I'm not quite good enough. I'm not even gonna apply for what if re- I fail a regional manager job? I can't do that. I've only worked here for twenty five years at this guest, you know, whatever. Like yeah. he never did anything, applied, went in there and figured it out.
0: Well, it's it's your typical adapter die, right? Oh absolutely you need it out or you're gonna die. <laughs> right. Like I don't care what it is, get me that. No lizards, I'm in. <laughs> I ain't
2: gonna right sleep there. on a cot, I'm
0: good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. I want to sleep at the office, great. Yeah,
2: yeah. So so you know, I ended up with this job with um, state auto insurance as a commercial underwriter, which was the most miserable three years of my life sitting in a cubicle. It just was not for me.
1: But just looking at everything that comes and, over your oh desk. Oh
2: my gosh! And, and well, and just being in that cubicle and confined, and and there was a bell that went off to let you know when it was your break, and there was a bell uh, that went off to let you know when you had lunch, like and, like high school. I, school again. I thought I was back in school. Yeah. So, um, it, you know that that was just not. I I found out real quick that that type of atmosphere is not what I was looking for. Or what what motivated me but it laid a really good foundation of the insurance industry you saw the opportunity i saw you know the opportunity i learned on the company side um the insurance company side how they operate what makes them tick what they look for and you know and and there was a there was a, a claims adjuster who i'd gotten to know pretty well while i was there and he said matt he said, "You need to get into the sales side." And he told me about a company that um, he, he had been a claims rep for for a long time. And he said, "I think they're they're right up your alley." So I re, I researched them, sought them out, and they put you. I I, I compare it a little bit to that movie, The Firm. Have you ever seen The Firm? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they you go through about ten inter- interviews over about a year period. And if you're married, they interview your wife. Yeah. Interview I your read family. the book and I was just uh, like, whoa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Freaky.
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Straight. And 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 it really wasn't. It was just they have a very intense um interview process where they try they've got a very specific uh personality that they're looking for and ended up getting a job there and never looked back. I mean it. That I that was where
1: you fit. In. I fit in. Yeah.
2: I you know I did well.
1: Which I mean um, I guess this is the nineties.
2: That yeah that was actually I took that job in ninety nine. Okay. So from from uh, end of ninety six to ninety nine I was with State Auto, and then moved into that position
1: where I was there for five years. Gotcha. So that long interview process probably uh, qualified you. Like they knew that you would you would thrive there before you knew that you liked it. You know, I would guess that that's what that interview process was for. Right, there was a lot of personality, you know, yeah. tests that you took and
2: evaluations and and um and so yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think they, yeah, I, I wanted to give it a shot. I wanted to, to. I also just did not have the mentality of okay, I want to be paid based on my performance. Yeah. I don't want to get a salary. I don't want to. I love performance-based uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm you, such a proponent of that.
1: Yes. The only people that aren't are the ones that. Don't work. Don't work. Right. Like the ones that are like, you mean as much as I work, the more I get paid, mm-hmm. sign me up. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, no, I want you to pay me X, regardless of what I do. Right. 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 There's two two sides of that. Right. It's and like, and so that spoke to me because I wanted,
2: because I I said, okay, wait a minute. So my income's determined by me.
1: That's sure. right. And you can make as much as you want. As
2: you, much as you want. And so that's that's when I just, you know, I, I found I'm also a competitive guy. And when you're in that arena, it's a very competitive position. Um, and when you land an account, man, that's like playing sports, hitting a home run or Scoring a touchdown, and you get that same adrenaline
1: rush. It's that walk off. Oh yeah, it's a walk off or yeah. or the three point, and you just hold it up there for a little yeah, bit. That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah.
2: And and that I, I loved it. I loved it. And then after about five years, I said, you know, I think I can do this on my own. And um, so went out on my own, and it, it you know it was it was a struggle at first. I tell people uh you, you know, I was living off of Roman noodles and Bu- building from scratch, <laughs> building from scratch I uh, you know maxed out two credit cards I was cashed in my 401k and you know and I'll, I'll never forget when I finally was able to take a deep breath and relax. I sold an account that paid me a, a thirteen thousand dollar commission, and it gave me i'm like okay i got two I, months or I'll whatever be, i've got i've got a cushion yeah i've got a little cushion here and then from there you know it just it took off
1: so let me ask you this what was your because you know we talk about we've had ty on here we've had a couple people that just grind it out in the beginning and what was your like what was the thing you were doing were you cold calling were you knocking door like what was your thing you know you kind of figured out like hey hey i gotta this will work but i'm gonna have to do this right
2: right um trade shows
1: trade shows okay There's a
2: lot of trade shows
1: and you were picking um, up accounts from, from trade shows picking
2: up accounts from trade shows I would go and set up a booth at you know for the South Carolina petroleum marketers I, and, and one thing the the position or the, the job with um, federated insurance where I was the sales rep they they primarily they have a couple of of niche markets that they're in uh, one is petroleum so I learned That business Uh, they do a lot in contracting they do a lot in light manufacturing and to this day that's a lot of what I do okay Um, so I I learned and built a good base there um, and then just carried it over and kind of followed a model that I had been taught and just pursued with trade shows South Carolina Heat and Air Association South Carolina Petroleum Market Association, the funeral directors yeah
1: the, so <laughs> you're calling and you the thing is great about that now that I hear it it's like you're you're in a niche where those people and I'm guessing but are probably aren't getting called on much you know it's not like your normal auto which I know you do auto but like you know you got how many auto places that you could name the names of the people who do it right no and I
0: and I get what you're saying because we were in Kansas City a couple months ago and we're in uh, a, a huge part of us is in the short term rental game mm-hmm. And there's a booth. Oh yeah, and uh, called safely. I mean, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I met them at the bar, and not at the booth. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, un- unknowingly, I got pitched, and I'm like, "That's it. Like that. That's like if everything you say is is true. I mean, then sign me up. Yeah. Right. He said, "Stop by the booth tomorrow. Met him at a trade show. Didn't even know the platform existed for a company like ours." Greatest thing we've ever done. Are you familiar
1: with with what he's talking
0: about? Uh, Safely is the name of the company. As a matter of fact, as I'm talking about it, I want to bring the founder in. They're based out of Georgia, and it's it's an insurance company just for short-term rentals.
1: And so if you're
0: a short-term rental, they charge um, a percentage or a flat rate by night of bookings. So if you're not booked, you're not paying insurance. And it's just for? But if the guest breaks a lamp, then bam, take a picture, they cut you a check. Really? And Uh. it's... And so I get back, and I was called my buddy that I didn't know you didn't right. so. <laughs> like, We need to start an insurance company.
2: <laughs> this is it, man. This,
0: this is, yeah. is banging. And I looked them up, and they're sitting on like sixty million in liquid because starting an insurance company um, on your own, as you know, yeah. yeah. It's not easy. Like, you've got to have a pretty good escrow account to pay out.
2: Oh, absolutely. That, that's yeah. the
0: whole point of insurance, right? Right, right. And so that, that conversation kind of got laughed at a little bit and went, I mean, I'd be open to have the conversation, but we we really got to sit down. But I'd love to bring the owners here because it's great. The insurance game is very simple and complicated at the same time. Yes. Like, there's so many moving parts play. in that world. Yeah. You know, for the for the normal guys who wrecks their car and gets a check, that's great. But when the building collapsed on Main Street, yeah. Yeah. oh, my God, engineers, you know, CSI was out there. It was just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such, a, such a struggle. But I want to back up a little bit going through your interview process, right, on the other company. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about this sometimes be very slow to hire and fast to fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's about as slow as you can get <laughs> right. because – and I didn't want to interrupt because that, that process, I'm pretty sure that was their mentality. I want to know everything about you. Yep. Everything.
1: You have to
2: finish. And do you have the resiliency to, to finish? To withstand. Man. To withstand. Man, and that's
0: and go a good test like too. You've got to have the tenacity – you know, for, for the grit for the next round. Yes. If you yeah. can't grit it that's out for it. a
1: year in interviews, we don't want you. Yeah, yeah That's right.
2: Yeah. If, if you're going to give up, if you're just going to throw the towel in and give up. So,
0: so as uncomfortable as that was, I'm kind of applauding that company a little bit. I think yes. that's a little excessive. Yeah. But we're so quick. Oh, you can do that job? Come on. Yep. And then we just get industrialized of mediocre I've seen employees. A,
1: right. I've seen an interview today where a guy was like, I don't even do interviews anymore. He's like, I just pay them for a day's work. He's like, I just say, I'm not going to interview you. Come to work. I'll pay you X for the day. I'm going to give you a project, and we're going to see how you do. Because Interesting. this is the thing. I can ask you, hey, you know, if I gave you a marketing project, how would you handle this? And they're going to tell you all kinds of bullshit that, you know, maybe or maybe <laughs> not they want to. Versus if they just come in, and you're like, look, you can use Google. You can use your friends. You can do, use whatever you want. I need you to take care of this task for me. I need X. <clears throat> And you just let them take care of it for the day, and you see how they do. Yeah, and I've seen interviews with yeah, it is, resi-
2: that, that, that is their resume. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's their resume. That's it. That's the interview. interview. They, they will pay them for
0: one day, and they'll have a birdhouse sitting on a table, not put together. And there's there's the wood, there's a drill, there's a, a thing of screws, and no instructions. All right, I want you to build me a birdhouse, and they walk out of the room. Yeah, and there's a video camera in the corner, and you wouldn't believe the stuff you see. Like yeah. it, but it tells you so much depending on the industry obviously that yeah, doesn't yeah, work yeah. in the insurance but to go the birdhouse house and <laughs> right. go sell some insurance because yeah.
2: right I promise you I would have not gotten that job <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'd have been the one
0: on camera going what I, the, the
2: fuck? That, was 100% he'd
0: yeah. have been a lot lizard come here
2: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I bet you can build
1: a birdhouse.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean you're big,
1: building a what the hell I'm supposed to be selling something right, so yeah. is there a lot
0: of turnover in your industry not necessarily your your own company, but it's a lot is it like the used car or the car salesman turnover or is it
2: it's um I would say so you you know in in our the sales folks in our in our industry are called producers mm-hmm. so there there is a lot of producer turnover. i think the the number is about seventy five percent don't don't cut it beyond two or three years. Um, and and it's because it's, it's a position where you have to be very self motivated. You have to handle rejection well. Yeah. And you you know you have to you have to be able to just shrug that stuff off. Wake up the next day, forget about it, have a short memory, no doubt. and just go back out there after it. Yeah. And um and you know and it, and I tell I tell my guys you know when we have a sales meeting. And you know I'm trying to to get them pumped back up and just let them know how hey, you're not alone. you're not because you do. I tell them you're out on that island by yourself. That's right. When you are out and you're you're making calls and you're driving around and you're visiting clients and visiting prospects and dealing with claims issues and dealing with service issues, you're out there by yourself. and and that that can wear on a person. Yeah. you know that can that can start playing mind games. And, you know, one of the things we talk about is I'll say, have you guys ever driven down the road, seen a business that is a perfect prospect for what we do, for what we sell, and you talk yourself out? Because
1: you're so beaten and, down. You're
2: so beaten down. You talk yourself out of even pulling in. You're
1: scared to reject. They're just going to say no. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to say no. So one thing that I, that I have the guys do is I say, okay, Let's look at the money you made last year. Let's also keep up and track how many calls you made last year, whether you sold an account or not. Uh, yeah. There's a ratio. This is what each call, when you get out of your car, this is what it's worth.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a worth A dollar amount. A, yeah. There's a dollar amount. And I promise you, if that dollar was sitting in there, go get you it. would stop and you'd go in there. Because yeah. there's a
1: ratio. Yeah. There, I, I would guarantee that there's – between all your sales guys, and it's probably like nationwide, you could probably say for X amount of calls, you so you close one deal, mm-hmm. and that ratio right. probably doesn't fluctuate a tremendous amount. I'm sure it's different from different territories, but you you know, for every let's say ten, there's gonna be one. So you have got to yeah. get the other nine out of the way.
0: That's right. You right. know, right? It's it's it, it goes back to the more hands you shake, the more money you make. You know, exactly. I mean, that right. is the epitome yeah. of sales. Absolutely. Yes. It is a numbers game. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Mr. Matt Powell with Powell Insurance.
1: Let's face it. Shopping for insurance can be time-consuming. When it comes to your
0: auto and home insurance needs, make things simple and trust your Allstate experts. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your auto and home. Bundling saves money, sure, but it also saves you time. So... You can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact Clemson Allstate agent Shane Smith at 864-654-1047 today for a free personalized insurance proposal. Allstate, are you in good hands? All right, let's just jump right back into it with Matt Powell. Matt, thank you for your time today. Enjoy to be being here. With here. Us. So I've got a little sidebar conversation I want to talk about. So I did a lunch meeting with somebody the other day. Great guy, former guest on the podcast. And I'm the one who called the lunch. Okay, so I was like, less. Less let's do lunch." Les said, "Yeah, I'll, let's do that." Not only did he say let's do that, he texts me the day before, "Hey, are we still on for lunch?" Yep, you bet. Three one three. See there, his communication skills are unmatched. Yep. right. And then I go to pay, and I was like, "I got it." And he's like, "No, no, no." Pulls out his wallet. And I'm like, "Mm-mm, That's not how this works." In my mind, whoever calls the meeting, a, a lunch meeting, whoever calls the lunch or dinner or whatever, yeah. pays. For the lunch. Yeah. yeah. Where are y'all at with that? Matt, where are you at with
2: it? 100%. Unless. The only only time I would say unless is if it's a client that calls for the meeting. That's a current client and they call for a meeting. They're paying you. They're paying, they're me. paying, they're me. not going to pay for
0: lunch. Ah, that's yeah. a good ad, caveat. So, I got a, I got a banker that does the same thing. I'll okay. say, Hey, can we meet for lunch? and it's adamant, You're not paying. Now, in that case, I don't really like the bank anyway, yeah. so I'll take their money for lunch.
1: <laughs> 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 and it ain't his money, so he don't care. <laughs>
0: it's a local bank in Wahala, so I'll let them buy every chance they get. So, but now, other than that, you know, and, and it's weird. So, even if it's female or male, because there is no sex in business, in my personal right. opinion. Yeah. If I'm taking a lunch or a dinner meeting, I'm paying for that meeting. There's a lot of validity in what you just said about, um, you know, well, he he also pays me every month for recurring yeah, insurance or whatever, if it's your client. Right. But I just wanted to, like, get into that for a second.
1: Well, hold on now because you got me thinking. So <laughs> did I technically call for dinner tonight? Did you that- did? <laughs> It's not a meeting. Just so you know, it's not no. an official meeting. meeting. <laughs> Look, you texted and said, "Hey, let's grab dinner after the podcast." I was like, well, "We're in. Yeah. You're back." Uh, there you see. <laughs> he,
2: he's he's playing chess while you're playing checkers. That's why he rolled this in. I wonder why. <laughs> it,
1: it just got to me. I just figured it out. Dude,
0: that's a that's a great line. Say that line again.
2: <laughs> playing che- uh, checkers while he's playing chess. Yeah, yeah. I was. That, that happens so much. <laughs> sure. I love that.
0: He's, yeah, cool. I'm sure I'll get it back from you somehow. So mm-hmm. so so we've determined that if it's not a client then the person who calls the meeting is paying the tab
1: i would guess the reason that is because the person that calls the meeting is the one that has something to gain from it mm-hmm. right and i mean i hate to put it in those terms you know but that's right if you're calling a meeting you need something from that that's exactly most right. likely right mm-hmm. so you should that's kind of your payment mm-hmm. for whatever you're trying to get that's right whether it's some knowledge some whatever like, yeah. even if you're not trying to sell something, sure. there's a level of, hey, you're giving up your time. I'll pay for the, I'll pay for the meeting.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: I like yeah. that. I like yeah. where we ended that up.
0: That clears yeah. the air a little bit for me.
1: All right. Yeah. So let's get back to, where did we leave off for the break? You were just kind of getting into your, your own model.
2: Like, my my own model.
1: Yeah. 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 And. And you you said agency is the proper term for that,
2: right? Yeah, agency. I'm not not an insurance company. I'm an insurance agency. So I'm an independent agent, which means I have a lot of insurance companies that I align with and contract with to market and sell their product.
1: So you just basically take the customer, you find the proper fit insurance-wise, you put the two together... He's the middleman as middle we talk man. about a lot
2: i'm the middle i'm the middleman that middleman is necessary we talk about that <laughs> every podcast
1: yeah, on will
0: tell you being a great middleman is the key to success i mean it there's is. highlights on instagram of me saying that several yeah. times it is the place to yeah.
1: be yeah i mean well you got you got the insurance companies themselves that don't necessarily can't source all the customers themselves you have the customers that don't know the proper fit insurance company right. wise right you're putting them together and then the insurance company's is paying you a little bit to do it
2: yeah that's right Absolutely. It's a lot of times I pay you a lot. To do well, no, I was trying right. to be I was trying to be modest for you. <laughs>
1: Have hey, you I've, seen his hey, house? I've seen you, his house. Yes.
2: You know, you you guys have are serving me over here. So that's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey,
0: honesty's the
1: best that's way. Right. <laughs> see, that's our business model. Drink, drink some bourbon. Yeah. By the end, everybody it's everybody like <laughs> look,
0: we, we hadn't asked you to show the financial statements yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we still got 15 more minutes. <laughs> All
0: right. No, it's yeah. crazy. The the middleman is so important, right? We cut down six degrees of separation and, and just mine and Kyle's circle to about. One to three,
1: yeah. yeah. Because
0: we just, my focus is to build a rolodex. Yeah, I may not have a piece of that action, but one day I'll need a favor for a piece of action.
1: Right. Or so. yeah, and it may not even be a favor, as like most people think. It just oh, may right. be. It may be one of those deals where you say, like, before today, you and Matt didn't have. You know, you didn't really know each right. other. Right. But one day, you might, Matt. Hey, I seen you know so and so, who owns this building, right? Can you just put me in touch with that person, that's right? right? Networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man it's like
0: More hands you shape, more money you
1: make.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, l- let me tell you, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention a guy's name here locally. And he was born and raised here, does business here. He's in the insurance business, but he does life and and health and Medicare and so forth. His name's Steve Nuttall. Probably the best networker yeah. I ever met. And what you and he's also part of, of uh, the Citadel network mm. you know he he's a citadel grad he's a like gresham barrett yeah, crowd yes mm-hmm. i'm gonna so tell you what those guys mm-hmm. they understand how to network yeah they do
1: is that like supplemental
2: yeah yeah uh, um, and can
1: you give us a contact so we can maybe have him, him on, on the all. podcast <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely that he'd
2: be he'd be a good one to have he's he's been, he's been around for a while and done a lot of stuff
0: you live a really good life on QE, man. Life's been good to you. Insurance yeah. has been good to you. Yeah, what advice would you have for for either an employee that thinks they can do what you did um, with their own company, whether it's they're working for you or not working for you? What, what advice, what hurdles did you have to overcome, and what advice would you give to somebody that wants to go on their own in your industry?
2: Oh, fantastic question. <clears throat> you know, I think first and foremost is that you've got to have just – the will to continue on, to continue on, to not give up, to keep going. And I think about, you know, just maybe think about that. Um, have you guys ever seen a little cartoon where the guy is below ground and he's digging and he's digging and he's digging and the pot of gold's right there? And he, he quits. And, then, and, he, and he quits and he turns around yeah. and he's about this far from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then the other guy keeps going and he gets the pot of gold.
1: Same deal. Yes, just keep yeah. going,
2: keep well, you going. Know, Don't give up. Every failure is not a failure; it's a lesson. It's amen. a lesson, and yep. it's and it's uh, wisdom, and it's gaining knowledge, right. and it's just okay. This didn't work, so now let's regroup and do it different.
1: Yeah, we had what was that you were talking about with podcasts? A lot. No, you said that there was like. Maybe it wasn't even you. Anyway, I, it, maybe I've seen it on my own, but there was a thing, it was a, st- a statistic that came out. I think you saw oh, it. Oh, yeah yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, <laughs> you're done. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so, so the, the stat was there, was there like, are 2 million podcasts on Apple Pod. Yeah, they're starting in like one year. Two, but 2 million. Only, or like 25% of those podcasts, 500,000 of them. Did one episode and said nobody watched it and never recorded a second yep. episode. Yep. Like, and what then, the heck? Now our reach, and I don't mind saying this, right? So our reach, we looked last uh, two episodes ago, and it was seventy nine thousand eight
1: hundred eight. I don't know how you remember that exactly.
0: Views, because you sent me a screenshot. <laughs> views in ninety days. Like, let me tell you, something. eighty thousand people, and I'm thinking, Oof. yeah. Hey New York, hey Seattle, Seattle right? Appreciate you. Top two, Clemson. Top two locations, New York and Seattle, and it's just blowing my mind. But and Kyle said we'll start this thing, but we're not stopping.
1: Well, and I told him I said don't look at metrics because we had this conversation on the break. A lot of this stuff is you got to front load
2: it, right?
1: We talked about insurance is the same way. Like, look, look, you're gonna, it's gonna suck in the beginning. You're gonna have to do all the work up front, but at some point, if you stick with it long enough, you can then. Benefit from all that work you did in the beginning, right? right. Like it's a front-load business, right?
2: It's it's not—it's not a transactional
1: business. It's a long-term deal, you know. And I told him we started. I'm like, we're not looking at numbers because he's a
0: big numbers guy. I'm a data analytics. That's how—that's how I work. (laughs) I look at numbers
2: a lot, and I
1: do—I do do too. But what I knew was that the numbers aren't going to look good in the beginning, right? That's what I knew. And so I was like, we're not looking at. We're gonna, and I tell people that want to do YouTube the same way. I say, put your head down. Don't look at the numbers. Make 100 videos. Yeah. If you're going to do podcasting, put your head down, make 100 episodes, don't look at the numbers. If you're going to do insurance, yeah. Put your head down. <laughs> right. Sign 100. Right. Don't 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 look at the numbers. Don't look at the numbers. just when keep going. Go, keep keep going. going. When you keep get to that going. point, then look up and see then you can start like, okay, the this looks better than that or that mm-hmm. then you can start analyzing it. Right. If you analyze it too soon, you're going to talk yourself out of doing oh, well, it.
2: Well, not only that, you know, in the beginning what the hell are you analyzing? <laughs> you're not making anything. There's no data. There's no data. You're, you're, there's you, no data. Yeah, and you're not making it because now that's what I find myself doing more so that it's that it's an established agency that you know we are in growth mode and we're there and I I need to evaluate the numbers now. Yeah, but you're right. Well, you need- it, when you're getting started.
1: Yeah keep your head
2: down, mm. keep focused, and keep going. I
1: mean, at this point and, in your business, don't you look at the numbers because you want to see what makes the most sense. Absolutely. Like, this is the business we need to concentrate on. This is the business that...
0: Great start. Trends. Let me ask you this. What's your number one metric in your business?
2: Um, margin.
0: So you, Okay. From <laughs> policy to policy?
2: Well, it, and, and when I say that, that is from... A business owner, agency owner standpoint. Now, ultimately, you know that's that's not the bottom line. But yes, margin.
1: Interesting. We so look at margin. So you focus. So so that mean you like kind of catered your business towards margin, which is not a bad thing. Like I don't want, you know, everybody that's listening to this, they're all entrepreneurs, they're all business guys, they get they get it right. So when you say. The number one metric is margin. Does that mean that when you look at your portfolio, you're like, okay, this is where the margin is. This is what we need to try to grow. We're going to take it all, but this is where we need to try to grow because we know this is where the margin is. Is that, is that what you're saying when you say that? Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not ever saying that. Hey,
2: you, you know, this area is needed and it's necessary and it's good for the community and it's something that we need to serve and do for the community. So we just wipe it out because the margins aren't yeah, yeah. great. But we look at it and say, "Okay, our big margins are here. Yeah, we need to put some real focus on growing this, so we can continue to do this."
1: Do you um, ever look at your current customers that are on low margin areas to see if they actually hold high margin insurance, just not with you? Like they're already your customers. And I, the yeah. way I think about yeah, it, yeah. the way I think about it is, you know, one of the conversations we had is I insure my cars with one place, and I insure my real estate What's with another know? place. My car guy may never know that I have the real estate, and he does. I mean, I'm just being facetious, but right. my car game guy may never know that I have a real estate what? portfolio that's insured somewhere else, but he could easily tap into me by saying, hey. What else do you, you have? Know, what else do you have? I'd love to take you everything you got. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be an easy-
0: and he's going to call you to lunch, and he better pay for it. All <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Where the air I like is how you, I like how you <laughs> work that. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That we're getting, we we're do. getting pretty deep, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like
0: Matt, let me ask you this: what's okay. what's the best um, what's the best book you've read? Like, uh, do you, are you a reader? Do you read like motivation or you know Patterson? Who like any of that?
2: I, and and I will tell you. I am. I am not a big. I'm, I'm not a big reader. Me neither. I get yeah, it. I mean, I'm. I'm not. Um, and I will say, and it's been a lot of years since I since I read it. Um, but when I first picked it up, I knew I wasn't ready for it. And then I read it a little bit later in life, and it was the road less traveled. Hmm. And that was. And I'm trying to remember the author. We'll look it up. Um, yeah. We'll a look road up less quick. travel and it, and it talks a lot about, it, it's, a, it's a motivational book. M. And, Scott Peck. Yeah. And so it talks a lot about, what I took really from that is delay of gratification. Yeah. Mm. Delay of gratification. Which mm.
1: is basically the front load. You know, yeah. that's kind of... This is a different word for it, I guess. It's probably the better word. Delayed gratification is probably the better word for that. No, that's right. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah, but when yeah. I, I call it front-loading, a, right. a front-loaded business where you yeah. put in all the work up front and you, mm-hmm. you get paid back later.
0: Yeah. yeah, Spencer Johnson wrote my favorite book, and it's an easy read. It, it's almost a children's book, but I bought all of my management staff a copy. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, yeah. And it's learning how to adapt when something changes in your life. Like, wait a minute, who, where would my cheese go? Or what am I what is a mouse gonna do to get that cheese?
1: Yeah.
0: Right, and right. it's a it is one of the basic leadership principles, like adapt or die.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah, no I think no if doubt. you break everything down, everything's pretty easy.
0: Well everything's adapt or die, or it should be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like what about, if you don't what about a mantra? Yeah. Like what do you wake up every morning that just keeps you cranking? Like is it is it is it making people oh, around other, you successful?
2: Other. <laughs> Other than four daughters that uh, well, that are gonna that'll do that to four weddings and college yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's that's pretty motivational. That wouldn't right wake me yeah. up. That keep <laughs> me up at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I I would I would say, honestly, and this is gonna sound cheesy, be better than I was the day before. Yeah, I really, I mean, I think about that a lot. Um. And I want to be better
1: than the day before. Make progress. Yeah, make progress. Well, we talked about it on the break, too, where you were like, I want to see people around me do better today yeah. than they did yesterday, too. That's so important. Go. Yeah.
2: L- listen, I, you oh. know, I was, I was, you know, while we took a break, I was talking to Kyle and, and, and got into the subject. And honestly, it, it, now I'm at that point in my career where I'm more concerned with making the folks around me successful. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, because their success, mine's going to naturally come, Mm -hmm. but I I enjoy it. I enjoy watching people grow, watching people grow, watching them do well, watching them, you know, get to that point to where, you know, and not just financially, but all around where they, they feel good about their position in life. They feel good about where they are, what they're doing. And how they're doing it. And, you know, one of my sales guys has told me, he said, listen, he said, I wish I'd have found you sooner and I'm going to be here as long as you are. And that was a humbling, yeah, really solid um, thing that I remember and I take with me to remind me. You hey, You're making a difference. Yeah. And
0: well, trying to. If there's not a business owner that does not have humility, I don't want to work for him.
1: Yeah. yeah, Well, you know, the things yeah. like like that that's is right. what I love in life. That's right. I want to make those ripples. You know, right. We're not going to be here forever. But, man, if I can inspire or or change somebody's life in that way, and then they can then go on and do the same thing that I did,
0: that's what I want. My grandpa used Absolutely. to tell me when he was alive, he'd be like, just go by this basic life principle. Love Jesus first, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's um, leave it better than you found it. Which means if you buy a building, upfit it. Mm-hmm. Right. If you borrow my lawnmower, Jared, bring it back with a full tank of gas or wash it.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Like, just yeah. leave it better than you found it.
1: The only thing I would add to that would be like a third. You don't get to add anything. I with do. My Hold on. <laughs> he was the man. <laughs> he was the man. <laughs> <laughs> he was the man. And listen, what another thing is, he didn't say it, but he did it. No, that's right. And that was inspire other people to live the same way, no, which oh, is what wow. he did for you. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So yeah. he said that, but he also instilled it in you. No, oh, no doubt. So, no doubt. There's a third step to that. It's it's you got to inspire others to do the same thing you,
0: you know. I've always said motion creates emotion, right? If if you're working at car dealership and you're the guy drinking coffee, the new guy is going to sit down next to the successful guy and drink coffee. Yeah. If you're the successful guy walking that lot, shaking hands, the new guy is going to go out there. You're a product of your environment. Success breeds success. Emotion creates emotion. and, And coffee's for closers. (laughs) yeah (laughs) like there used to be a thing in the car dealership if you got a cup of coffee in your hand you better have sold a car
2: right
1: period yeah Yeah. when i'm sure you deal with that right your guys you know you you've done your thing Mm -hmm. right you were the one that was out there making those calls now they're making the calls not necessarily with you all the time right so i'm sure there's that dynamic where they see you drinking your coffee yeah, because I've already closed a bunch of deals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> now it's now it's your time, son. Mm-hmm. Well, and Even though, it, I, I and, and you're
2: right. It, it could be that way, and, and and maybe they do feel that way a little bit, and I just don't realize it. But um, we have a lot of conversations. Yeah. And, you know, we have sales meetings, and and I talk through them, and and I tell them, I'm like, guys, I've been where you are. I, I know understand. what it feels. Like. I know what I know what it feels like. I know the challenges. And they also know that I'm there for
1: them. Yeah,
2: they know that you
1: would they, go if they needed you to go see a client.
2: I listen, I do it.
1: Let's go. Let's okay. take off. Yeah. they
2: they call me, they text me. Um, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. And and whatever they need and how they need me. Um, and to be honest, it's nice to be needed sometimes. It mm-hmm. you know? is. You, you know you you get you get into the 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 rat race of of managing the business and the numbers and the money and 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 all of that piece of it. And sometimes it can be refreshing to say, hey, let's just go back to our roots. We got you here. Take me me out and let's... Yeah, let's make some calls and let's do some stuff and let's have yeah. some conversations. And
1: Makes you feel young again, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we talk about celebrating wins, and you've come a long way from the truck stop days, man. Congratulations <laughs> I appreciate on that. It. Thank you. This has been a great episode. So, yep. uh, Matt, where can they find you? Uh, social media, internet. Where? How do they get a hold of Powell Insurance? Uh,
2: Powell Insurance. You know, here here right in Bountyland, uh, fifteen ten Blue Ridge Boulevard, Suite one zero one. Um, also, www.powellinsurancegroup.com. Um, yeah. And, and you can handle
1: just about anything they got. Yeah. Yeah, I can. That's great. Awesome. All
2: right,
0: guys. We will catch you on the next episode. Number, you'll find out with the next episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I appreciate your time, you, man. It's been great. All appreciate
1: you. it. See you.